What's up? I'm back, kinda. I did a podcast last freaking week, but it did not record. Something was wrong with the SD card, I guess. But I'm back. I'm uh, off this week. I took a vacation because I'm just fucking exhausted, and I decided I want to try out <clears throat> uh, trading full-time. So I've been getting up, not early enough, but early enough to, you know see where the markets are and coming down to my my kill room which damn i just realized one of those shelves is bending i'm gonna have to put books on the outside bend it back you know what i'm saying um i got all my books in the middle of the shelf i guess that's it's kind of making it bow anyway um i uh I've been trading again. It's going well. But now, this time, I'm getting pretty serious. Which also means I haven't really been making enough money. Or any this month. Last month, I made like three grand. But honestly, just from getting lucky. Um, I basically have broken even this month. Which sucks, because I'm like, oh, I can do this full time. You know, with the right amount of money, right amount of risk, I can do it. Um, I realized that I'll just be, I'll be brief with the explanation here, but I realized my best trades have been um, basically selling options. And when you, you, when you buy an option, you expect the price to move in one direction. Your option gains or loses value considering direction well when you're selling an option all you have to do is make sure or hope you know with good analysis that the price will not move above or below the strike price that you sold or uh, yeah you sold your option contract for and you can only do that with a regular stockbroker with a margin account and pattern day trading rules, which means you can only make three day trades a week, which is buying and selling something in the same day, including options, um, or four four in a week, four in an eight-day rolling period or some shit like that, five-day rolling period. Or you'll get a pattern day trading um, violation, which means that you can't make any day trades unless you have $25,000 in your account. Uh, this doesn't work for me because I want to make, you know, constant day trades. I don't, I realize I just don't like to keep my risk, you know, exposed overnight, shit like that. And I also realize that that style of trading is not good for my job, which requires me to be basically working when the markets open, um, getting back home long after the markets close. 
so I've been through a lot lately just trying to figure out the best way to do this. I started doing just, you know, directional options this week since I can't do spreads or, you know, sell anything. Um, basically broken even with that. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to master the return to the mean or revert to the mean strategy, which a stock or an index basically trades within, if it's uptrending or downtrending or sideways, it trades within a certain range. And there's basically three bands, two outside bands and one inner band. And it trades between those bands, typically. When you get outside of those bands, this trade doesn't do anything for you. Uh, the price eventually returns back to that middle band. And when you're in an uptrend, when it returns to the middle band, you want to buy, so it goes back to the outer band. That's the idea. And the reverse on a downtrend. Now, this isn't 100%, um, and I think a lot of investors or traders will tell you this, but the profitability of your tra your strategy is less important than your risk management because this could be a 50-50 strategy, right? As long as you lose less than you make and as long as, you know, strategy is working half the time, then you will be consistently profitable and you can make enough money to live on. You might end up with a, when, you know, you go five days and your, your trade isn't working out and you're not making any money or you can go, you know, a whole week and you're making money on every trade. And it's those weeks that you do make money or those days that you do make money that make up for the losses. As long as you're losing, you know, half of, with every losing trade, as long as it's half of every winning trade, then you're making money. Like, just basic mathematics. So it's risk management. It's a little bit of educated guess gambling. Um, but anyway, I've today I decided to clear out the money out of my uh, Schwab account and move it to the North American Derivatives Exchange account that I just opened. And with that, this works for my style best. Another thing with the regular stockbrokers, there's a settlement period. You, when you trade something, when you do a day trade like that, you can't use that money until it settles the next day. And if you're buying a stock, it takes two days for that money to settle. So you got a certain amount of money you can use during the day, and you can be sold at the end of the day, and you can't make any more trades because you don't have any available cash. Well, the Nadex um, account, it's all cash settled, and you're basically just... There's a, it, it works for me because I can do those. I can sell the options. I can, you know, if my strategy calls for a price staying under a certain amount or over a certain amount, I can do those. No pattern day trading restrictions. I think it's like 250 buck minimum account, which that's not an issue. Um, the, the app is great. I'm thinking about getting a tablet soon and it, it'll work great on that. <clears throat> right now the Schwab app is not great. Uh, you can do 
index futures. You can do oil, gold, corn, I think, is one of them, silver futures. You can do Forex futures, which I never knew about, but it's pretty pretty tight. You can do my best trade today. I made $40 in, I think it was five seconds because this contract was expiring and the price of the, I think I was doing a Forex future. It was just under a certain price and, or just gaining on a certain price. And my contract had to stay with my contract. The price had to stay under that price. And it got within 0.05 cents of that price before it expired. So I got to keep my 40 bucks right. I bought this thing 10 seconds before it expired. Uh, or I sold it 10 seconds before it expired. Sold it at 40 bucks, it expired, keep my 40 bucks. And now it's worthless. And it's just, the, the crazy thing is um, what, it's, it's just, I've never, so I've never been interested in gambling at all. Um, conventional gambling, but this is kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to just say, I think the financial markets are, it's gambling by another name, but you have much more access to information and products. And unlike with conventional gambling, you don't have a way to get out of your, your trade or whatever you're doing. Um, and you're really just, you know, hope and a wishing with this you can you can buy a contract and get out of it you can sell a contract and get out of it if you're losing or you can take little profits you can't really do that in a like a casino environment you can't just give someone else your trade and say hey I'll, I'll sell you this I mean I guess you can but it's it's not as liquid as stocks and options and futures uh, these future contracts one of the things that I love about the this Nadex um, is that it trades 24 hours a day, five days a week. So I can, outside of work hours, I can trade. I can trade other indexes from around the world, like the Hong Kong, I think, and the China 50. I can do the FTSE in, in London. I can do the Germany, uh, Japan. So it gives me options, and I can, you know, U.S. futures trade all, you know, 24 hours, five days a week anyway, too. Um, and it's less to track. You don't have to scan for stocks. You only have a few things you can trade. And you have the Nadex sets it up where they give you, you don't select different strike prices or anything. It just gives you an option. You take it or leave it. And I like it. Um, I... Also have a forex regular forex account set up, and I have that for um, I have the forex account set up with a expert advisor, which is basically a, a trading robot algorithm. Uh, I have two algorithms set up. Um, so far, I've been paying too close attention. I got. I think on Sunday I made like it made for me three hundred dollars, and then it made another trade that I got out of because I didn't think it was a good trade, and you know it wiped out that three hundred dollars almost. And I set it up. Um, you have to change the parameters and stuff with these to make it 
work a little better for you. So I have it set up now. It's uh, made profit today, which is cool. And I am going to try my best to just the, you know, the historical data is there for you to see what the profit factor is. I mean, and these robots are going, they're showing data back from 10 years in live accounts. So, which, you know, I trust that it's a live account. So I, um, I need to let the, uh, the robot, the algorithm do its thing and not check on it and not try to manage the trade. Cause the whole idea is that if I don't have to think about it, I don't have to think about the drawdown in my account or anything like that because it has this win ratio or this profitability and I should just leave it be and, you know, check it weekly or monthly. So I set that up because uh, part of my issue is just not being able to handle, you know, not being in, trained enough to handle drawdown emotionally. Um, which trading is really more about mastering your mind. When you get to a certain, let's say you made a thousand bucks and now you have six thousand dollars in your account, and you're like, "All right, well that's my account now." And now tomorrow you lose two hundred fifty, and you're like, "God, I got to make that back." Um, I have six. Now nah, I lost twenty five, two hundred fifty dollars. Like, you can't even think of. It. I try. Um, I'm I'm getting much better. I started like shit, but. You got to trust and basically you have to test your strategy, hopefully. And trust in your um, your idea. Set your stop levels, you know, things like that. I know I'm droning on about this and this is just to get it out of my system. Set your stop levels. Set your profit levels if you would like to or... Um, or you're, you know, if you want to add to a position, set that. I'm not saying walk away from it, especially if you're day trading, you need to be sniping that shit. But if you're swing trading, like over a short or a longer term, then uh, I haven't been able to master that yet. Then you got to just trust in your trade. But I wanted to say that, um, I don't know what the fuck I want to say. Basically, it's, it's really about masking yourself emotionally. I've turned off. I only check the balance after I get out of a trade. I've gotten much better with like losing trades. I don't have as much of a, a gut reaction to losing trades anymore, which is good. Um, I've turned off like, so you can see like a live account balance. I usually turn those off when I'm in a trade um, and just try to focus on the trade. With Nadex, you can turn that off, but then in your position thing, it shows you full what your profit or loss is. And you can't turn that off, unfortunately, but you can, I guess, get rid of it. Um, yeah, it's, this is going to be exciting. The cool thing about Nadex is you not only do they have daily options, but they have like intraday options too that expire within like two hours. Like they'll do, a seven to nine and then a, a nine to or seven to nine thirty, something like that. Uh what was it? Oh yeah, here we go. Twelve to two. So they do a nine to eleven, eleven to I don't know. 
anyway, they do. This is the last couple. They they're they're not showing the ones from the morning, but 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. is when this option is trading. 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. a daily, a weekly, and with the forex, you have daily at 3 p.m., daily at 7 p.m., daily 11 p.m., 3 a.m., 7 a.m., 11 a.m. Pretty cool. And then they do 12 to 2, 1 to 3. So a lot of options for options. Um, you can do spreads and what's called a knockout, which I, I'm not sure what that is just yet. I have to, I'm sure it's some kind of like iron condor or some shit. I'll have to look at it. Um, as far as commodities go, you get crude oil, gold, natural gas, and silver to trade. So no corn. Here's one thing that I thought was interesting. You can trade events. It's not letting me trade events for some reason, but you can trade, um, jobless claims, non-farm payroll, for some reason, it's saying, see how to trade events with Nadex. So I'm not sure. But uh, that would be, like, nobody gets that information until everybody gets that information. So I don't know how you would really trade that. Can't really look at it. Um, I mean, you should look at, like, at a graph. But even the consensuses are pretty off, usually. Uh, I don't know how the hell you would trade that. That would be just a straight gamble. Probably a really good payoff, too. Uh, or a really shitty payoff. Let me see what the uh, what it would be like. So higher than or equal to thirty four three hundred forty four thousand for jobless claims. Now, one contract is sixty five bucks. Your max loss would be eighty because I'm assuming there's a fifteen dollar contract fee or some shit or something. No, it's just $1 contract fees on Nadex, which is also cool. Uh, let's see. Your max return on investment is 50%. Your max loss would be 80 bucks, so your max profit would be 35 per contract. Let's go to one that's a little more on the money. I don't know which ones that would be. And what's really cool about this, it's kind of a slap in the face, but it's this uh, trading app is really made for beginners. If you don't understand, which you should, but if you don't understand binary options, um, it's basically saying, will jobless claims finish higher than or equal to 338000 If you say no, then you're selling. If you say yes, you're buying. It's right in the, the thing. Uh, the... Order execution's pretty good. Market order's not that good because it's it can get pretty volatile. You really gotta set your limits um, because you will get a really shitty fill if you don't if it's really if the price is really moving. If you go for the market order, uh, you can have a, you have a one click sell or a two click sell. For market, um, not ideal. You really want to place a limit order for selling. You want to get a good price. 
But if you want, if you really need to get out of something, you can do that in two clicks. But yeah, clean. It's fast. It's easy. I have this set up on a VPS, virtual private server, set up in New Jersey, which is actually further away from the uh, Nadex, which is in Chicago. But uh, this virtual private server, I can access it through my desktop, and I can keep the algorithm for the Forex going even while my computer's off because it's it's virtually running on another computer in Jersey, which is always on and always has a really, really fast um, internet connection. I'll even do a test right here of what it is. Internet speed test. So right now it's doing, I have about 80 to 90 megabytes per second here at my house. So I'm limited to what I see on the screen um, at that speed. But this remote computer running this algorithm has nothing to do with my internet speed. So the max download is 653. The max upload is 1111, which I think the, uh, the download should be faster. It might just be something weird right now, but that's crazy for an upload speed. 1.1 gig per second, 653 megabytes per second download. So that, when you're doing a robot, you want really fast order execution, especially for one that scalps like this other one I have. It's a range trader and only trades an hour a day. So you want something that'll snipe those um, orders in real quick. You want to get the best price possible. So... I have that set up on a virtual private server that's located in Jersey, which is close to all the exchanges, but not the derivatives exchange servers. I'm sure. Maybe. Maybe their servers are actually in Jersey. Um, let's see. You would think that with high-speed internet and traveling at the speed of light that this wouldn't be a thing, but it really is because... Most brokers have their servers set up, no matter where they are, in Jersey, where all the uh, New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ servers are to get the best price possible. And they're running algorithms that do hundreds of trades a second, and they need to get they need to see the price before anybody else does so they can know, basically tell the future, because other people are waiting, you know, a few milliseconds for the future. They are... I have no idea. Not that big of a deal. I'm sure they're in uh, Jersey somewhere or New York. Probably Jersey. It's cheaper real estate, cheaper power. Um, so, yeah. That's basically what I've been doing. I have some things i got to get done this week, like my breaks. I got to get Brittany's oil changed in her car. I got to go buy new pants. This really isn't crazy vacation, but it's a vacation to me because I've been working my dick off. 14, 10 to 14 hour days usually, sometimes 15. So I've been chilling. I just started reading this book called The Madness of Crowds, which came out earlier this year by Douglas Murray, and I'm really into it so far barely into it, but I'm really into it. 
and it's it's a really good synopsis of what's going on in the world with you know I don't hate to use this word but the woke culture and how that has uh, transpired historically that kind of obsession with the uh, basically when you run out of problems as as a society that you are you are still a warrior looking for a war except now your now your battles are um i don't know i guess frivolous for the most part a uh, battle for identity and uh hierarchy power social power social justice Oh, yeah, I was going to smoke a little stove. I also have been wanting to... Hold on one second. Here. By the way, I would love it if this was just my everyday job, just to come in here, do some trades, listen to some podcasts or music. Have the option to go up anytime and see my ladies. I had lunch up there today. And I read a book while I'm like sort of focused on a trade. That would be... That would be a dream. I just have to prove that it's possible. My biggest issue right now is being comfortable with risk. I notice the best trades I make are the ones I don't care about. And like if I'm like, oh, it's only a hundred dollar loss, I'll just go all in. The maximum profit's like three hundred dollars. If I lose a hundred, whatever, if I make three hundred, golden. But that's not a good way. There's some good things to take out of that is being less emotional and being willing going into a trade and saying that I'm gonna I'm comfortable with losing this amount of money, but it's not a that whole concept of not giving any shits is is basically gambling and you're not gonna it's not gonna be a good long term thing. I really wanna make this possible because I am Really tired of just working for somebody else. Totally honest. I realized I, uh, the other day when I was in here smoking, I was ashing into my trash can. I have an ashtray right in front of me, right in my way. Stupid. But anyway... What else is going on? I notice I've been 
slipping out of the drone phase right now and the reason for that is that the places I've been flying I'm really bored of and I haven't really been searching for any other places to go out and explore go out and explore I might do that at least once this week um, but yeah today I want to Yeah, I don't want to do shit. I think I'll do my breaks tomorrow. But I think that's enough. I talked to whoever's ear off about about trading, which is kind of boring for a lot of people, but it's interesting to me. And this is, you know, my podcast, so I do whatever I want. But I'll be back. Try to do another one tomorrow. Maybe have a little more substance this time. All right. Peace out.